Hello. QueerAF is now an independent community interest company. Our podcast's first four seasons were funded by National Student Pride, and so there might be some old calls to action in them. For the most up-to-date info on our podcast that funds budding LGBTQIA plus audio producers, visit wearequeeraf.com and sign up for our free weekly newsletter that sums up the LGBTQIA plus world and supports queer creatives kickstart their career. Enjoy the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Hashtag Queer AF, the intersectional sex-positive storytelling podcast by National Student Pride, with me, Jamie Worm. And after a busy few weeks at National Student Pride HQ, we need to take a short break, recoup, relax, all so we can bring you the second half of season two of this podcast. But we do have something for you today, so stay with us in this little minisode. And just to tease you a little bit, coming up in that amazing season two we've got lined up, we have episodes on how to start your own queer club night and run it just like we do every year, plus the qualms of online dating and also a special episode with exclusive performances of the internationally renowned Chemsex Monologues. So, to this week, we want to tell you all about what it was like for the 15 young people who raised an amazing £2,600 for the UK LGBT homeless charity, Albert Kennedy Trust. They held a sponsored sleepout. They did it at the RVC College in King's Cross, so they could do it in a safe space with toilets and even a warm room if they got cold. But all 15 of them stayed outside on yoga mats and slept on the floor all night. They did it in part to raise the money. But they also did it to try and understand what it's like for the 11,000 LGBT young people that were made homeless last year. Though not all of them will end up in the streets. For one night, 15 student pride volunteers did. My name is Charlie and I work at Ghost Star News. Charlie, who you'll remember from season one of the podcast, took part. Charlie, one of National Student Prize volunteers, who you may well remember from season one of this podcast, she took part. And she kept a diary of the night. The audio you're about to hear is from a video done by Gay Star News' student section. Throughout, you'll hear Charlie speak to YouTuber Lily Ella, bisexual advocate Corey Wiseman, and Student Pride's co-chair, Hattie Smart. Tonight, I am taking part in a sponsored sleep out to raise money for the Albert Kennedy Trust, which is a really important charity that supports and helps young LGBT homeless people. So why is doing something like this so important? One in four homeless people are LGBT and four out of five of those people are homeless because they've been kicked out due to prejudice because of their coming out. How bad is the LGBT youth homelessness crisis in the UK? Well, last year uh, there was an estimate that over 11,000 um, LGBT young people became homeless. No young person should have to choose between being homeless and being who they are, expressing who they are. Why is it so bad for LGBT people in particular? 
So it's quite a well-known thing that um, LGBT people are more likely to resort to things like drug use and alcohol abuse, um, but also more likely to try and find people at clubs and nights out to sleep with in order to have a bed to stay in for the night. It's heartbreaking to know that so many young LGBT people are dealing with this day in and day out. But by doing this sleep out, we hope that the money we raise can give them something better. So I don't even know what time it is anymore. I don't know. <laughs> it's late. Very, very late. We are cold. Can you imagine doing this on the streets every day? Like, anyone could be around you and, mm. like, while you are trying to sleep and then keep track of where your personal belongings are. Oh, good, yeah. It's really, really unnerving. It would not be the same if we were doing this, if we were doing this by ourselves. We're doing this as a group of, like, 20 people and you wake up cold and it still feels isolated. So we just thought we'd do a little video to update you on how we're going. Mm. How are you feeling? Well, we've only been out here like a couple hours and already it's freezing. Like, I can't really feel my toes mm. at all. I've come inside to use a toilet and just thinking about the whole thing that made me really emotional. <sighs> We did it. It's half past seven. Yeah. Everyone stayed here, no one went home, which is cool. Everyone stayed outside the entire night. Yeah. And we kept having donations through the night, which is really good. So it's 5 p.m. now, the day after the sleep out, and I got home at maybe 9 a.m. this morning. And I'm still recovering. I've felt physically exhausted, mentally exhausted. My body has ached. I've cried because I just haven't been able to cope. And this is from just one night of sleeping rough. And it's not even that rough in comparison to what young LGBT people you're homeless genuinely have to deal with. And it's really sad that the government and the people who are supposed to be taking care of us and whose jobs are to help us aren't doing anything about this at all. Such a huge admiration for these incredible young people for raising so much money and awareness for the Albert Candy Trust. Co-chair Hattie even joined Dean McCullough live on Gadio's afternoon show to talk about the sleepout as well. So a big thanks to them and all our media partners who covered the night. And that's all for our Minnesota today. We'll be back in two weeks for the second half of season two. Production and presenting this week came from me, Jamie Ware, with a welcome return to Charlie Ann Bathers, for her reporting with Gaystar News, but also for taking part along with the 14 others on the sleep out that night. It was freezing, and it took place just a week before the snowstorm that hit the UK. 
and on our two-week break, remember to keep the hashtag QueerAF conversation alive. Tell a friend about an old episode that you loved and subscribe in your podcast app and even give us a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts. We'd love it if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. They all help spread the Queer AF agenda. This week's Minnesota also gives a massive thanks to the Royal Veterinary College for giving the Student Pride volunteers a safe space to hold their sleep out. Check out the AKT Albert Kennedy Trust charity to find out how you can support them too. On Twitter, they're at Albert Kennedy TR. Remember, we're queer as fuck. And so are you. like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volur xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.